Hey there, folks. What do you know? It's the Uticast, episode 246. Uh, joining us this week, recurring guest, pest? Guest? Pest? I don't know. Hard to say. Uh, my boss, question mark, from Made in Utica, Justin Parkinson, uh, here to talk about the 2020 Handshake City lineup. And then we also had a pretty long discussion about our top five documentaries. He is the number one documentary fan that I could think of in my personal life. Uh, also this week, Heather is back. Kevin is back. We talked a bit about the coronavirus, uh, about New York's state-made hand sanitizer, about price gouging, about how you can't use Tito's to sanitize your hand, all sorts of stuff about the coronavirus. Uh, also this week, we talked about Biggie Smalls, Barbie dolls, uh, and the most unhealthy cereal. It's not what I thought it was. All this, folks, and so much more. As always, we are happy to have you here. If they've got it. They did. They announced it. They unveiled it. It was the funniest thing I'd ever seen. I thought it was on an infomercial. I thought we were going to talk. It was real. It was live. We're going to talk about that. You guys jumped way into my notes. Sorry, didn't mean No, it's true. We're going to... I just got to go. We got to move fast. We got to go. All right, we'll jump to that later because that was funny. Uh, Welcome back, folks, to the Uticast episode 246. Uh, We are back. I am always your host, Sam Famolaro. Heather, you're here this week because I I, I allowed you to be back this week after putting you on... I was a little uh, nervous. Quarantine. I'm more with my son than I am anything else. Yes, so exactly. I'm like overly nervous. And Kevin, of course, joining us as always. Mm-hmm. How's it going, big guy? Uh, Doing good? Yeah. Slow. Yeah. Going, I don't know. I'm good, I think. <laughs> like staring at you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> just asking. Wow. Okay. Uh, no, Heather, uh, I got to ask. I just want to say, uh, I really want to thank you. Very sincerely, I want to thank you oh. for uh, essentially not telling me not to do the event last weekend, <laughs> but sort of forcefully suggesting that I stay home. Sometimes I feel like I need someone oh, yeah. to sort of tell me to, yeah, to chill out. That's what I... Uh, and I appreciated you're you. You're welcome anytime. It, it was great anyway. It would have been great if you were there, but it was it went well. It Good. Went really well. I'm glad it was successful. I felt very bad. No, it was great. I did that thing I do sometimes, which is probably worse, which is where I'm like, no, I think I got this. No. I'm like, oh, I'm, I'm sick, but I think I'll be better. And then by the time I got to yeah. Saturday, I was just like, oh, no, I'm... Nope. I wasn't letting you come. (laughs) (laughs) No, and I I appreciate you for stepping in front of my bad decision making. I'm actually still a little. um, No, 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 no. I'm not contagious. Don't run away from me. I'm still slightly in pain. Not like a ton of pain. It's a nerve thing. That's why it affects your nerves. I'm already nervous and anxiety ridden as it is. Apparently, that's how I got these shingles in the first place. Is all that undue stress? That's what everyone keeps telling me. I'm waiting for my day then. Uh, Everyone like your mom or everyone like doctors? No, like my well, the doctors told me stress. Mm. The doctors at urgent care told me the stress is a big Mm. cause of it, which would make sense because I did get vaccinated, right? So it wasn't like I didn't have. So I shouldn't have gotten shingles otherwise, right? Well, you have a shingles vaccine. It's supposed to last until you're 50. I got it when I was, you know what I mean? I got 
Like when you when you take the shot, wherever it is you get when you're a kid, it's supposed to last till you're wherever yeah, it is. No, we got a shingles vaccine. I don't think you did. It wasn't part of our kid back. It was not. It was measles, mumps. Even yeah, if you get chicken pox, though, yeah. right? Aren't you supposed to not get? No, you can get it. So who doesn't get it? Who doesn't have the chicken pox? Like my husband never had the chicken pox, so he can't get shingles. Mm. But he can get chicken pox. That's fair. That, that was my big concern. I didn't want to get like weird like yeah. proto chicken pox on you, and then have your kid get it, and I'd feel bad for the rest yeah. of my life. So. So thank you. I appreciate it. You're welcome. Um, on a side note, <laughs> on a side note, did daylight savings, uh, savings time screw you up at all this weekend? It did. I didn't want to go to the gym this morning. <laughs> oh, yeah. So you... it was 5 o'clock and it felt like 4, which it was a couple days ago. <laughs> do you, you want to do a quick gym corner and share with everybody what your gym session no, is? Like, What are you no. doing out there? Are you doing lats, no. pull downs, no. squats? No. You're doing reps, just deep reps, I heavy am. weights? I'm not doing like car- heavy cardio, just lifting. <laughs> I, <laughs> I can't tell you the last time I've been to a gym. Like, you have inside. to go to this gym. This gym is great. You want to try and promote them on the show? We don't yeah. get we don't get sponsored by anybody. Okay. So <laughs> it's a great gym. Yeah. Follow me on Twitter to find out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, follow those uh, fitness based Instagram stories. <laughs> uh, no, but like, every time I I feel like I do get caught up in the self conscious aspect of being at the gym. Like I know that I don't look yeah very good. When I'm working out, I look very sad. That's why you go to my gym, because everyone looks sad. And sad and depressed. <laughs> uh, well, I'm glad, I respect your 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 motivation to go, like even at the Louvre making this podcast later than it normally is. So Sorry that's about a lot. That, no, I appreciate it. Uh, Kevin, I saw a story today. Yeah. Got me thinking about it. Did you see that there's a big sinkhole that opened up on State Street in Utica? There's a, st- the, a st- the sinkholes open up down there all the time, <laughs> all the time. Yeah, State Street, John Street, all of them. Gamble every well, time saw, you drive. Yeah, one hundred percent. Well, I just know the infrastructure is not <laughs> not up to par. And no, I didn't have any ill effects from daylight savings time. Thank you for asking. I, I, I didn't expect it. I got no did. takes about that. Do you have takes? Of course, about, I've got takes about daylight. Um, no, I'm onto the sinkhole. I'm on. <laughs> I'm on. My takes were swallowed by the sinkhole. Sorry, we thought it was more important. Sinkhole of respect. That. <laughs> um, no, yeah, it's it happens all the time, and it's really I couldn't imagine how scary it would have to be. Like if you're just driving, you're at a stoplight, and you feel some weird crank, and so like you turn down your radio a little bit, you're like, what's going on? Is something I, happening I to my car? Could it be a ball joint? You know what I mean? Could like be something, something like that. Can't be the road. Next thing you know, you're down in some like sewer that was made out of wood in the 1830s. Is that an all-time bad beat? You're driving somewhere, the road just falls. Getting out swallowed by a sinkhole. Yes, it's an all-time, no, it all-time bad, all-time bad beat. New Harper Shopping Center. I always wait for that because it's like sunk down in the middle and every time in there well like, how about that wild parking lot up at the mall oh the yeah the one that nobody parks yeah, anymore because it looks like a skate park <laughs> yeah and like people don't go to the mall like that uh here's a question i don't have an answer for how do you fix something like a sinkhole it's not because it's like you can't just fill it in with more uh, concrete or something right it's a what do you do it would it, it would have to depend on the specific reason for the breach of the ground mm-hmm. in the sinkhole right not every sinkhole is just, oh, this is a sinkhole, it's black and white, it's this. You yeah. have to look at what failed, you know, what part of the structure mm-hmm. failed and what sort of deterioration went into that part of the structure to cause it to fail. So, yeah, I think they said plumbing for this one today on yeah, State they Street. Said. Yeah. yeah, probably. That's what happens. Like a pipe will pop and then there'll be like a bunch mm-hmm. of water saturating. And so, there's some really basic like GIFs and like videos you can see online where they show why sinkholes happen and people mm-hmm. do like computer-generated mock-ups of like the underground yeah, yeah, yeah. and stuff. And it's... Uh, it's a lot of times it is based on like plumbing breaking, some sort of plumbing or infrastructure like yeah. that breaking and putting too much moisture into the ground. 
Hmm. Especially with a lot of construction down there, it feels like prime for. Uh, That's what the liars gonna are going to say. <laughs> prime. Sit there like all the other potholes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we're no. just going to drive around it for the next like thirty years. The liars <laughs> will blame it on the hospital. Oh, of course. Oh, Mark my words. Oh, I know. They'll be like, "That's the reason why you shouldn't have a hospital." That's there. the reason because there's potholes. Never hear it. Pacenti went down there and drilled a hole in the street himself. Said I've won my re-election. I don't care. I'm opening up a pit. Uh, that's what you do if you win an election. You open up a pit. Um, <laughs> all right, so let's. Uh, so I already did my shingles update, so I won't get any farther into that. I'm feeling mostly better. Uh, this was a weird week, though, for me on a professional level. I left the school I was working in mm. to work in a different school today. New school. How do I not know Damn. that? Well, that's. I'm just telling you now. It just happened today. I mean. Uh, How'd you know that? I feel like I should know that. Why? I don't know. <laughs> no, when you do student teaching, you have to bounce around. Okay. Got so it. I did have to bounce around to a new school today, and it was. Uh, let's just call it, it was my middle school. Oh, okay. So it was weird to walk around it, because unlike my high school, which I go to all the time for work, I very rarely go to my middle school for any reason. Like, it's just... Now, when you say, I think it's important to say so people understand, because they're not in your brain. When you say my, you mean the one that you attended as a child. The one that I attended as a child yeah. is also the one that I'm working at now currently. Yeah, yeah. And, and again, I gotten used to Proctor, because it's, it's older, and you're older when you go there. But going back to the middle school has a weird vibe to it. There's a mural in the school that I painted that I walked by. I was like, oh, yeah. Aww. You must be telling every kid you yeah. see. Hey, kid. Hey, kid. Hey, kid. I got trolled by some kid for carrying this clipboard with me today. Like, oh, what do you carry a clipboard? Oh, yeah, you can't carry like, a clipboard. Got to yeah, carry a clipboard. Can't. You can't write. How do you write otherwise? We write in the hall. Well, I'm taking doing? notes. I got notes. Now you're going to be the weird guy that's walking around the clipboard that's taking fine. notes. That's fine. That's I can get away with being the weird guy at high school because they expect it from adults. Puts the clipboard on a lanyard. I do. Hang it from my. For my whole shtick with my badge, it's very nice. Uh, so yeah, the only other thing uh, I want to promote is if you're listening to this on Tuesday, March 10th. Tonight is two dollar Tuesdays at Uptown. Uh, go to utacny.org to check out the info. But it's the movie Knives Out. Utca. Utcany.org. Yeah. I'm going to talk about him a lot over the next couple weeks. It's fine. Sorry, you know what I'm talking about. Our good friend Devin Mahoney uh, and his crew down at the Uptown Theater for Creative Arts. Um, so they're doing their two dollar Tuesday uh, today. If you're listening to this, this movie Knives is out, which I really want to see, mm-hmm. but we have a birthday engagement that we have to attend. That'll be a fun one. I do. Mm. Yeah. I do. I do as well. Yeah. We'll be at the same birthday. We event. are. I know. We're going. It's gonna be fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, I really wanted to see this movie too, which is a shame. I've been like sort of holding off, like seeing any spoilers about this movie. I've heard it's good things. Uh, but also, this Saturday night, my debut for Uptown uh, Saturday Night is I'm hosting. Uh, their event on Saturday evening. I got to look up the time for you. I'll post everything on here. But I'm pretty excited about it. What I'm, event is it there? It is called Uptown Saturday Night. It is a stand-up. It's a uh, monthly flagship improv show uh, where I'll be the guest monologuist. Yay! I'm like the local celebrity. You're do great. Yeah, it'd be fun. I'm looking forward to it. Uh, I've done a little bit of research about what they sort of want me to do. It's based off of some you know classic improv style stuff. Uh, so I feel like the move is just not to prepare, right? Yeah. Because it's improv. I shouldn't like write. Yeah, you'll be fine. <laughs> right. Stop preparing. Yeah, yeah you gotta just you gotta go, again man. If you keep yeah, hundred percent. You just gotta trust yourself and go. No one's ever got it twice. Get up there and send you will. it. 
bring uh, notes to the improv. With your clipboard. Hey, improv guys, where do I put my cue cards? Like, yeah. this is kind of improv, man. <laughs> what do they have? Cue cards like uh, that? Yeah, so it's going to be fun. I'm looking forward to it. Uh, I'm really excited to see how it goes. Uh, I have a lot of faith that these uh, these improv crew will carry me through. No, dude, you'll do great. You yeah, just you, really, like, just go thing. out there. You're very confident. Get it's out there and just wing it. Yeah. Don't, don't overthink it. Just let it happen. I'm glad I'm not uh, shingles ridden anymore the way I was last weekend. It would have been tough. Same. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, you look. You feel a little. Old. I lived here. Yeah, oh, yeah. Man. Uh, cried. Yeah, I was crying a lot. Yeah, soft. <laughs> so uh, let's talk. You guys want to talk about the coronavirus? It's the biggest story in the world right now. It is. It it's, is. It's the number one story in the world. Like it's really crazy that like every news outlet I looked at for the last three days, it's coronavirus stuff. Uh, and then even the stock market stuff today that I saw where the Dow dropped 2,000 points. It was the worst day in the stock market since 2008. I don't know what that means because I don't have any stocks. So I don't know what that means for me personally. We have stocks, but I don't know anything about them. That takes care of them, and it's not good. <laughs> it's not good. Uh, but even that, they're saying is from uh, oil prices, uh, changing oil prices, and concern about coronavirus. Uh, we are in a New York state of emergency, says Governor Cuomo. Uh, and we have our New York State branded hand sanitizer, which I'm really trying to get my hands on. How do we get it? How <laughs> we, do we get one of those? We have to go to like New Rochelle. I looked this up. This oh. is where the, the so we don't get any Utica. No, you have to go to where they have it. Oh, where the, are they gonna like, bring it to us? No, the place where it's a where it's on lockdown because oh of the virus. Yeah, New Rochelle, Westchester, down there. Yeah, they did say that the cases have tripled in New York State since Friday. They're up to like 142. Now, I mean, tripling is. Doesn't mean as much when you start at like fifteen and then triple that. Well, plus they're also not really actually testing. Yeah, so we like, there's probably more. Nobody's got the tests. Yeah, that's so true. Like people are being restricted. More. I mean, this is it's going to be one of those things where, you know, a lot of people are going to get it. Mm-hmm. That's most, true. Most people are going to get they're it. They're saying like could be up to seventy percent. Oh yeah. So yeah, I'll be the thirty hopefully helping. You're, <laughs> you have a good immune system. You're out there working on it all the time we'll in see. the in the gyms and. Hiking in the woods, you're ready. You're, okay. you're also not like 65. I know, and we do have to worry about. And even though people are like not worried, they have to be considerate of those people, though. That's the trick, right? Is yeah. like because everybody's like, you know, if you're if you're a young person, youngish person, really under the age of 50, in any kind of decent health, without like breathing problems, you know what I mean? Not like smoking, nothing like that. Yeah, you'll probably be all right. You know, nothing's gonna mm-hmm. happen to you. It'll be like a really, really bad flu. But even if you carry that, you're like, oh, I'll be fine. Because I've seen a lot of people being real brash. Like, I don't care. It's not gonna kill me. Yeah, okay. But you go visit you know, your parents, your aunts and uncles, older relatives, you know, and you're carrying it because you're being a dickhead and not washing your hands and mm-hmm. just like licking windows or whatever it is people are doing out here. Um, yeah, you're a jerk. Yeah. My, <laughs> mom, jerk. my mom, my hands. Yeah, my mom called me yesterday to tell me mm-hmm. that she was supposed to be going to Florida. She was going to be going to Chicago, and now her and my stepdad are canceling all their trips. They don't want to go. They're concerned, mm-hmm. and they're like self-aware by like we're above sixty and we don't want to be going to airports yeah. constantly and. I, I respect them for being on the ball yeah. about it. Um, I you feel can make an argument. Anybody's got to make their personal decision, I think, in that situation, right? You yeah. know, if it gives them the peace of mind to, to do that, it's fair. Um, you are seeing a lot of, at least internationally, you're seeing a lot of events and stuff start to get canceled. Uh, here's just a short list. Uh, the, the new James Bond movie is being pushed back till November. Because they want to release it. Well, that's different. That's not. That's not necessarily. I mean, it's being canceled because of the outbreak, but it's not being canceled because they're afraid of spreading the disease. Yeah. Uh, that's right. PR and marketing. Correct. Uh, Ireland is canceling their St. Patrick's Day events. I heard that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> South by Southwest got canceled. Mm-hmm. Um, in Italy and a lot in Europe right now, you're seeing 
soccer teams playing in front of empty stadiums. Mm-hmm. That's something you're seeing a lot of on like the sports end of it. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I wonder how many things going forward people are going to start canceling. That's what's interesting. Like, people are already starting to put probably a lot more if people keep fear mongering. You know what I mean? Yeah, keep, like kicking it up, keep going. You know. It's fair, but I do think there's a certain aspect of being prepared for stuff. Like, we got called into a meeting at the high school on Friday to discuss the potential of, like, what we do if schools close. Yeah, of course. Yeah. yeah. Like, there's a certain aspect of, like, you do have to have some discussion about the protocol for these kind of things. Yeah, so, 100%. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's why you shouldn't gut the CDC by, like, 80%. Well, <laughs> well no, that's you know true, I mean? yeah. Like, yeah, we, there right. do need to be preparations, yeah. but... Difference between preparation, difference between just like getting people gassed up and like afraid of stuff. Right. That's what happens in a pandemic situation. Is everybody who's got a cough runs down to the hospital. That's what happened in China. And the hospitals get overrun because there's tons of people there who don't need to be there. You know what I mean? Overrunning, and they've only got so much space Hmm. to actually take care of. You know, the older folks and the breathing compromised people that really, really need the help. Um, With the hand sanitizer thing, uh, New York State had to put out. You know, they're producing their own hand sanitizer because you're seeing a lot of, like, price gouging on yeah. Amazon. For Amazon hand- took those companies off there, though. They were price gouging, didn't they? Yes. They've also, uh, Amazon's also come out and said they want their New, Jer- uh, New York and New Jersey uh, clientele to work from home, which is, I guess, mm-hmm. good for them. Just let the robots do all the jobs now and never let them come back. Mm. Um, no, it's... It's strange, though, like, we already have had discussions in school about, like, if you have to cancel stuff for, like, two weeks, like, if you had to cancel school for an extended period of time, how many teachers can convert their entire, like, curriculum over to, like, an online learning platform? And it's, it would be a huge pain, because not everybody's set up for it. Most people are not set up for it. Stuff like that. You see, I'm sure there's a lot of things in a lot of businesses. There's a certain job you can't do from home necessarily not for an extended period of time without it like suffering in terms of quality i could do mine from home all day long <laughs> would you want to do you go stir crazy i would i like talking so i like just talking <laughs> uh i'm glad you brought that up because i found a list on here of ways to work from home and not feel like a lonely garbage person <laughs> so if you so if you have to work from home here's some things you can do uh, don't start working the minute you wake up. Apparently, you're supposed to give yourself a little bit of time to like have breakfast, get ready the same way you would like if you were getting ready to go into another job. Uh, since you're not commuting, uh, take a bath instead of a shower, or do an extra skincare step. I don't know why I wouldn't do either of those two things. I, I don't. Nope. I haven't taken a bath in, since I was a child. I feel like like a sit down bath. It's not realistic. Bathtubs aren't really big. Bathtubs aren't big enough for made like this. most people. That's yeah. true. <laughs> Certainly Mine's not long. for me, but like even you, what are you doing <laughs> in that bathtub? <laughs> it's so weird. Yeah. Oh, just get your ass all wet. Like that's <laughs> it though. Everything else is sticking out of the water. You know, it's terrible. It's cold. <laughs> At the very least, you should wash your face, brush your teeth, and put on clean underwear every day you work from home. Soaking dirt water. <laughs> Apparently, if, even yeah, if you're routines. gonna, well, even if you're gonna like lounge around wearing comfortable clothes, you should put on fresh, comfortable clothes. Like don't wear the same. Pajamas you wore the day before, or some whatever I nonsense. That for three years. <laughs> <Just work. laughs> That's my biggest concern with like working with home is I would never put on like actual clothing. Like it would it'd be so easy for me just not to. Apparently, you're not supposed to work from bed, which I can't. I mean, I mean that, that now you're that just asking sense. for for trouble. Uh, and also it says make a point to talk to other human beings. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can't. I, I feel like I would not be able to do the work at home thing for more than like two weeks. It's hard. It's really hard to work from home. So I feel like it would be it would be a preferable setup. It would I think it would be better. 
Really? A hundred percent. I mean, not this home certainly. I can right. Do that, sure. But yeah. like, yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Hundred percent to be able to get your work done at your own like schedule and timeline and an environment that like you're set with. You've got to be about your 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 routine. You've got to make sure you actually do the work. But as long as you can do that, yeah. When I had my store before Kaz was born, his room was my office. Mm -hmm. So I had this nice office and I would go right into that every day, and it was like work. Yeah, yeah. Then when Kaz was born, I was working from home. My office became his room. The Mm -hmm. playroom became you know there was a playroom and there was no spot. Yeah, yeah. But if you've got the home office and the separate space, absolutely, I agree. That way yep. you can work on actually making lunch every day, yep. you know what I mean? You can be around the house. If you yep. feel like you want to go work at the coffee shop for the afternoon, you can go there. Yep. Something comes up this afternoon, you've got to go to, you know, the doctors, or you've got to go here, you got to go there, you got to run down to the DMV. You can make it work around your okay. schedule. And the people who hire you should trust you to be an adult and do your work without you having to go report and sit in your spot in the right building, you know what yep. I mean? I struggle to do work once I'm... Away from the office. Mm-hmm. When I'm working in the office, I get a lot of work done. Right? There's yeah. something about being at like my desk and sitting down and like mm-hmm. working with the computer and having my stuff sense. and being on like the clock that sort of forces me to focus on work. I wonder if you gave yourself that at home though, if you wouldn't you'd probably just slip into that same mode. I get distracted at home too easy. But that's what I'm, I'm saying if yeah. you gave yourself a space. Because yeah, you don't have a home office, yeah. you know what I mean? If you had an actual yeah. office have, that you like, could use. Yeah, when, you had, when I had my office set up just the way I liked, with my calendar, and everything was just set up right, with all the space, it was nice. It was really yeah. nice to have an office. See, like, if I'm grading papers, I can grade papers way faster at the teacher's room in, like, my lunch periods than I can if I'm home with the TV on in the background. With TV on the background, yeah, talking yeah. to people yeah, is the trick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 If you were in an office, like, I'd, not watching TV. Right. Uh, that's a great point. Uh... Oh, one other sign that the world is ending. Uh, Tito's Vodka had to put out a public service announcement saying that, no, you cannot use Tito's Vodka as a sanitizer. It's not alcoholic enough. Can't with people. So can't. I bet that originates in the Tito's marketing department. I don't think that's a real thing. That's another thing. No, fake story. I am. They like really. put that out there. It's one dumb drunk nineteen-year-old <clears throat> tweeted it, and all the news media in America was breathlessly like, "Look at what Gen Z is doing now." Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's a lie. It's not real. Uh, let's see. What else did I wanted to do? Uh, oh, apparently there was an earthquake in North uh, Northern California today. Big one. See it. Five point eight magnitude earthquake. Scary. Yeah, would not want to live somewhere where there's earthquakes, man. That would be. T- I mean, that's the trade off, right? I guess if you live in California. <laughs> yes, the earthquakes. The weather's beautiful, uh, but I hope everyone's okay. I mean, that seems like a huge earthquake. Like I feel like I, I didn't even hear anything about that. It was on. What seems like a huge earthquake? Five point eight magnitude. Seven is a big one. Is Seven's like a 7. big 2 one. Seven point two or something like that. Yeah, once you yeah, once you get up into the sevens is when you start getting it. I mean, five is definitely going to shook up people's days. And there might be some things, but that's not like earth like big time damage earthquake. Yeah, heaven knows. Um, and just I guess as a check in with uh, with politics stuff from last week, we're down to two. If, unless unless you wonder that thing that everyone's doing, we're like, oh, so Tulsi Gabbard hasn't withdrawn from. Nobody's the doing that. That's not really that. <laughs> another fake thing. That's not real. Uh, we are down to Bernie Sanders, Joe Biden. We had. I can't believe Joe Biden. Sorry. No, go ahead. I can't believe he's there. I just can't believe him. It's the comeback of a century for the kid. The old guy still got it. Um, <laughs> I, I feel like I'm having a little bit of, like, sad buyer's remorse on Liz Warren. I wish she were still I there. Know. I know she, you know I mean? And there's reasons she didn't win for whatever, you know, for... She, she didn't get the votes. votes. Yeah, I mean, 
But I, I, I feel like I liked her a lot now in hindsight, looking back at, yeah. at the two of them. I liked her in pre-sight, too. When we were talking, yeah. I, mean, I yeah, started early when we started talking about this. Yeah, I like her yeah. quite a bit. Uh, Biden, I mean, in my heart of hearts right now, it feels like the inevitable, like, climb to Biden. Oh, yeah. Like, it's yeah, yeah. it's the time. Yeah, he's... Big time. Yeah, there are six states voting on Tuesday, and if you look at the forecast for how the voting... Well, Trump's president, so that's how it's happening. But... Yeah, I mean, it's... It, it feels inevitable, and also I can't believe we got here, but I can't believe... I can't believe... I, I can't believe that I'm surprised that we got here as well. Like, it... Yes. it yeah. yeah. Did yeah. I mean? Yeah, yeah. I can see uh, I'm with you on that. I mean, that's uh, yeah. It, it was it was. Bernie Sanders was looking really good for a while. You know what I mean? He's still he's still strong. I like I like Bernie. I like a lot of. Oh yeah. To say yeah yeah. Believe in all that, but like yeah, this is always kind of Biden's thing to lose. You know what I mean? And we everybody's very very pliable, so it's been real easy to sort of fluff him off and like meme him for away sure. like he's not a real thing. And now people are like just like when Trump won, and people are kind of shocked. They're like, yeah, you, you laughed about it, but like, look, this is. You know, this is still a real thing. Like life is big. Life is bigger than your Twitter feed. Yeah, I'm nervous when it comes to election. If Biden wins, that all Bernie supporters are not going to vote for Bernie. For um, I don't see why they wouldn't. They didn't vote. Why no? But they didn't. That's what happened before. A lot of them didn't vote for Hillary. Mm. Yeah, not really. Some of them. Yeah, but I mean, the actual the actual numbers and the polling doesn't support that. That's true. But there's definitely some anecdotal evidence that supports it. I you think look it up my... now if you want. We'll talk about it next segment. What are we going to do? <laughs> we'll talk uh, about this next week. Uh, anytime. We'll, we'll do a special pod. Me and Heather are releasing on let Wednesday. Me, let, me ask you, let me ask you this question. Knowing what we know about how it took Biden to get here and sort of struggling through the first part of the, the Democratic campaigns and now sort of needing this big comeback and... Are you concerned about his viability of being able to be up on stage with Trump if there's like debates between the oh, two of them? Yep. Like, is he how? Just in terms of how? his, I'm just I'm asking. I'm just asking your question. Like, like the the great orator Trump, he gets he I seems like to get away tear with Biden more. Apart a little bit. Yeah, I mean that, that's a that's a choice. Number one, they're not going to debate. Right, certainly. Um, right, right. I don't think there's going to be debates like full on. Mm-hmm. No, I don't. I don't. You're right. Like Trump keeps getting this free pass. Like, because you're not the first person I've heard say, yeah. "Well, can he get up there and possibly stand to Trump?" Yeah, man. The emperor has absolutely no clothes. The emperor. I have no. There's no question in my mind that Fox News and their ilk and like the CNNs of the world might spin it a certain way. Yeah. But like pound for pound, standing across from each other, Trump looks dumb every time he speaks to any anybody. Anybody, yeah, that's right. Anytime he speaks to any human being, Biden's not going out there and debating Obama. You know? No, you're right. You're right. Uh, all right. So, I mean, I guess I don't know what we'll know next week. It's different between now and next week. We'll see what happens after the state's vote on Tuesday. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we'll we'll go from there. Uh, all right. Coming up, the birthday boy. Whenever he gets here, he, I don't even know if he's in the green room yet. So I have to wait till he gets here. He gets his birthday gift every year by coming on the show. <laughs> <laughs> his birthday. I uh, know Justin Parker did made you. Uh, he's got playing for his next year's reign of terror. Yeah. Well, you know, we, we I've been sort of putting it off because we we I've had other reasons to put it off, but you know, it's about the time. His birthday's oh, here. Sure. It's. Uh, March Madness season. Um, he got that new documentary, Curiosity Stream thing. I'm sure he wants to talk about. So I, uh, I made a list of my top five documentaries we're going to talk about. So should be fun. So uh, we'll get into it in just a moment with Justin Parkinson back in just a second.
information here. I have the list. I know I've, I've specifically like made sure that you had the list somewhere. Yeah, I got. I mean, I probably know at this point of saying the date so many times, I probably know them off the top of my head. All right, so is this it? I can't yeah, tell. That it. looks like it. Yeah, it. Okay, yeah. So it's in right there. Okay. All right. So I got it right here. It's fine. I know where I know where things are. I know yeah. what's going on with things. There's a picture there somewhere. Yeah. Well, <laughs> welcome back to the show, folks. Of course, uh, joining us for the first time this year. I guess. I guess you were on right before Christmas. I think. Right. We talked. It was the last time you've been on the show. Yeah. It's WrestleMania season now, though, so I'm in for the big, I was the big bucks. <laughs> I was trying to figure out it is WrestleMania getting, season. Getting that Goldberg money coming. Um, in. I was trying to figure out what the equivalent, like if if I'm in my fantasy brain where I'm like the Bill Simmons of this little podcast universe over here. I'm trying to. I guess you're like the uh, the Joe House or the uh, the Ryan Rosillo. Rosillo's <laughs> a, a regular now. He's a regular now. That's true. Yeah, he's switched over. Um. So what's going on, man? How's things? How's life? Fine. I mean, getting two handshake, I guess. I don't know if you like anticipate the weather being nice, but it's kind of like a teaser that, like, oh, I wonder if there's only like a few more weeks until we have to be down there, you know, like doing we're, things and getting ready and all that type of stuff. Or is there a massive snowstorm coming in like two more days? We're essentially two months away now. Now that I think yeah. about it, like, what's today? Today's the the tenth. Uh, well, then, well, it'll be the, yeah, it'll be the 10th yeah. by the time people hear this. Your birthday's is today? Tomorrow? Tomorrow. tomorrow? Well, today... By the time people hear this. By the time people hear this today, yeah. What are you, 34? 35. Gosh, yeah. so old. Yep. How are you feeling about 35? You're at the hump now. The the halfway to 40 hump. It's not 40, though. Is it halfway to 40? Is no, it's 20? A, is this a 2020, 2021? Is this, like a, is this one of those, like, decade... Is it really the end of the decade until it's the start of the next yeah, decade? Yeah, yeah. I'm kind so, of just, like, in, floating for a few years until 40. Great. Yeah. Are you doing anything fun for your birthday? Yeah, we're going to Pins tomorrow for trivia and probably, like, some arcade games. Were you supposed to know about that? Yeah, you probably do. You just don't check. No, I mean, are you supposed to know about that? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, uh, I mean, come on. Let's do I don't know. Too old that? for surprise parties. I, <laughs> no, I, I On my actual birthday at ask. an arcade. <laughs> what, like, none of my friends are going to come? You don't have to tell me. I know how you feel about surprises. I'm with you, by the way. I mean, I think about it all the time that I would never... I'd be un- upset if somebody threw me a surprise. Yeah. I don't care for surprises. I would like, to, yeah, the fact that there's a party surprise me with where we go. That's kind of what happened. You want to yeah. do pins? Yeah, yeah. Sure. <laughs> right? Like, I didn't, you that just, was the, that was the surprise. This will actually be my first uh, time going to pins. You've never been to pins? I've never been to pins. I mean, I've only been there once, so I can't talk like I'm the authority. On there. <laughs> the <laughs> pins but, authority. I mean, in this conversation, I am. Mm. But yeah, it's uh, Phil does trivia there, and then you know there's a bar, there's bowling, um, arcade games, and, and things like that. So I'm sure we'll be trying to win some tickets or tokens or well, points yeah. or whatever it is these days on a digital card. Then we have to have that debate where it's like, well, do we all spend our tokens individually, or do we pull them up? Pull them up, yeah, for, for one, some, one grand off, for one larger prize. Yeah, leave a dent if you're going to be there. They're not going to miss the uh, spider rings, you know. I'm going to tell you right now, your gift is not coming until Wednesday. I ordered it, but it's not coming in until Wednesday. Oh, that's okay. Uh, so you're no... not getting it tomorrow, but I will have it for you Wednesday. So whatever, take it for yeah, that's fine. It's fine. Uh, I'll give it to you when we watch Liverpool lose on Wednesday for the Champions League. Game. That's right. Man, that's right. Because I got to go to uh, Tennessee on Thursday. That's right. You and are leaving. gone until Tuesday. Are you taking... So I'll miss Premier League this week, too. 
That's fine for me. I need a weekend off. <laughs> the shingles still got me wiped out. Got- just, just, I'm telling you, man, I'm still beat up. Uh, what are you going to Atlanta for? I forgot you were telling me. Or Tennessee. The Pee-wee it? outdoor screening of Pee-wee's Big Adventure. <laughs> and then right. afterwards, Paul Rubens is going to come out as Pee-wee Herman, uh, I imagine, and do a Q&A. You know, I sometimes wonder, just because we've known each other for a long time now, I was like, I don't understand why we're friends sometimes. And then sometimes <laughs> I understand. I'm like, yeah, because he's weird about weird shit the way that I'm weird about weird shit. Not the same weird shit. Mm. Just different weird This is what's in a lifetime. <laughs> What this is like thinking? when I went to got dragged to the Jurassic Park outdoor showing and they wore the masks and stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. Are you? Uh, how did this come? Is Kate this present to you? She was no. Sh- my sister lives in Chattanooga, which is like two hours away from mm. Atlanta. Yeah. <clears throat> so it seemed like a easy way to do like a trip to see her slash yeah. get a little. I don't know something weird in the meantime because it was like if if it was just randomly in Atlanta, I wouldn't. What's your... Go to see Pee Wee Herman outdoor, right? Like, if my sister wasn't nearby and within connecting range, this trip wouldn't happen. I wouldn't travel to all parts of the earth to, to do this. We already talked about this on the pod, so we don't have to get into it. What percentage of you has coronavirus concern? 5%? 3%? 1%? I have no more... percent. I'm concerned that people are getting so concerned. Is that is that reasonable? My concern is for other people getting concerned. Because I know that some people will take it yeah, extreme yeah. and some people will not take it at all. So I'm concerned that if there isn't a big outbreak, yeah. that the people who are going overboard are going to regret it. And then if there is cool. an outbreak, the people who aren't taking it serious are going to regret it, right? Cool. So like I'm kind of in the middle. It's like I, I'm willing to play it out. <laughs> But I'm not overly concerned at all, no. That was the John Oliver thing. He's like, don't, you know, drink bleach because you're concerned that you have the coronavirus. But also, like, don't go on the subway and lick the poles. Like, right. just stay or, somewhere like, in between those two Don't go to Walmart things. and buy $900 worth of tissues. Right. You know what I mean? Like, what are those people going to do with all that crap after they realize this thing's over in a week or something? If that's the way it goes, you're like, oh, the biggest got, like, thing 800 I... cans of soup now. What am I going to do with this? <laughs> the biggest thing I've learned from this coronavirus thing is that... Uh, Purell and hand sanitizer apparently really works. I had always thought that it was nothing but a scam. And apparently it's not as good as washing your hands, but apparently it does theoretically work. Yeah, it's kind of like a on-the-spot thing, Yeah, right? it's better like than nothing. Yeah, right? you're just eliminating the problem that is presented in front of you. It's not meant yeah. to be a long-term, like, oh, well, I used it, I'm good for the day. It's <laughs> yeah. like, a, you got to get it on there after, like, something I hate, happens. I hate Purell. I, I've never cared for Purell. You get that weird sort of gumminess to your hands after what I'm talking about. I, I think the idea is not using any of that stuff. It's just developed like... Uh, developed immunity. Yeah, these things are attacking these other things that usually prevent it from Roll working. around in the dirt. <laughs> yep. God made dirt. Dirt can't hurt. That's what they say. <laughs> uh, it was funny, too, because, uh, you know, I, I laugh about this all the time. Like, I have a hard time buying, like, gifts and stuff and Christmas gifts for family members, cousins, uncles, my dad, my mom, stuff like that. Yeah. When it comes to, like... You know, my pals and the Maiden Utica folks, it's pretty easy because I know the stuff you guys like. So when I went out to go get you birthday present stuff, I was like, there's a million ways I can go here. I could go, like, Everton. I could go Minnesota Timberwolves. I could go Red Sox. I could go a million ways I could go. And one of the things I had initially thought about when I saw the ads for them a few months ago, because I kept it in the back, I was like, oh, I was going to get Parkinson uh, one of those Curiosity Stream. Yeah. Yeah. subscriptions but lo and behold you already got yeah, it got you're one. addicted to the, the documentary it's a documentary streaming platform yes people who aren't aware affordable too it's yeah. really it's not too bad so it was it was uh 
of Valentine's Day gifts. So that I've had it for like a month. Yeah, yeah. So I haven't watched like a ton of stuff on it, but a considerable amount already because it's not like um, Hollywood movie release documentaries. They're more, yeah, yeah. you know, kind of in between type of thing. So there's a lot of a lot of random stuff on there. Well, uh, I tried to. You're like my my main documentary guy. You always got documentary things. I think we've talked about this before as well. Yeah. I think you've actually given up on scripted television real stuff outside yeah. of maybe, for real for yeah. real actual stuff yeah, yeah i need of that like, human connection I can't, yeah i can't manufacture it i think outside of like better call saul and professional wrestling you really don't do a lot of fiction wait wrestling scripted yeah like, gonna ruin that for you. sorry about that uh <laughs> no, no I, I've, I've been on a movie purge though i told you i watched it's uncut true. gems and um i'm trying to watch uncut gems richard jewel yeah. jewel and gems jewel and gems not related gems. not related not sequels or anything uh, not prequels not even in the same cinematic universe yeah. two completely different movies well uh well the reason i bring it up is i'm gonna spitball this with you i came up with a list of five of my like more favorite documentaries that i've watched now yeah. i've given you no preamble on this oh they're so, probably pretty simple right so no no no, no. i'm just saying so, I, I give you a choice to pick no. your top five but i don't think i don't know if you can pick five documentaries off the top of your head with no like uh with no build-up you yeah. know what i'm saying you, there, there's a bunch of stuff that people could could watch all right so i, get, I have like a recommendation list for like probably now-ish like how they don't have to be recent right just no just whatever yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so i'll start with one here for you and this is an obvious one i've talked about a million times before it is just called senna yep. it is the Ayrton senna documentary about he was a uh, formula one racer he's brazilian he was essentially like the wayne gretzky or michael jordan of brazil yep. he was the most popular athlete in his country by a long mile and he died in kind of tragic fashion but just a really well-made documentary really yep. well shot in a way well, that's that, the catch too is that you got to have it be a, almost a cinematic masterpiece as well even though it's yeah. like stock or reenactments or whatever the case is you got to be able to produce that well and i struggled to not fill this list with sports documentaries and soccer documentaries yeah 30 so, for 30 so like yeah that, that can yeah. just be its own uh so senna for me was my one i wanted to pick sports. at least one non-soccer Sports documentary because I do have one soccer one coming up. I'll get, I'll raise you Icarus then on Icarus. Sports yep, one. that's one yeah. that it's been out there. Yep. Um, but that one was that one is a Academy Award worth watching. I'm thinking of like streaming ones too, where somebody if they just had yeah. a platform that's on now, Netflix. Icarus so is about just like go, the blood doping. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This guy starts to do it just to see if he could like compete in races, so he like yeah. gets involved in the process, but it leads to like a whole deeper thing, and it's it's really good. Well, we haven't talked about it. Uh, I don't think I've showed it to you. We watch a weird sort of mini documentary series on YouTube called um, called like uh, Beef Nation. It's by SB Nation. They do yep. like little fifteen to twenty five yep. minute documentaries about like sports rivalries. Yep. But the the Floyd Lane. Uh, I'm sorry. The uh, what the hell's his name? I'm gonna forget his You're, name. The now. American uh, before there. Is yeah, it? Greg Lamont. Yeah. The Greg Lamont Lance Armstrong one was fascinating. Yep. I was like, man, I just want more of this. I think Lamont's got a big part in Icarus, if I remember correctly. There's like three Lance. Armstrong documentary. They're, they're all excellent, though. He's like, fascinating. So yeah, so each of the ones that are about him are all worth a watch. Like, there's legitimately three different Lance documentaries you could probably watch right now. Icarus uh, is one of those weird topics that touches on it, but there's straight-up Lance docs that are out there that are real good, too. Uh, outside of Senna, which I said is a one-movie, like, single, I think it's like two hours or hour-and-a-half documentary, uh, I'll, I'll give you... I have two documentary series on here. The first one okay. is a documentary series about 
Sunderland Football Club in yep. England called yep. Sunderland Till I Die, which yep. was on Netflix. I believe it's still there. It, if you don't like soccer, it might be a tough grind. But it's interesting because yeah. of the particulars about how it was filmed I think and you, what happened. Also, if you didn't like soccer, but you like college football or um, yeah. some of those other type of like hardcore fan base, even American yes. sports, it shows from a fan perspective, regardless of the sport, it does a lot to show the involvement of the people of the town with the club. Yes. So you yeah, can yeah. relate to that even if you don't get soccer. You can get that as an American football fan. And what I think is interesting about that one too is um, – what happened during the season is not a spoiler alert. This is like common knowledge. Sunderland got relegated. I want to say twice in a row. They yeah, relegated two seasons straight. Yeah. and then went down to the Another league below league, it. Yeah, and then got relegated again. And this documentary took place in the season after they were relegated from the Premier League. Yep. And they were essentially gearing up to make another run to get back in. And they got relegated. and they went the other way. Right. And it's uh. It's really fascinating. Yeah. It's just really how they lose their interesting players. Human and drama. How people don't want to yeah. go there now because they're not good. It's, yes, it's a tough yeah. gig. What you got like a thirty for thirty floating around there that you feel strong about? I had a bunch that I was kicking around on the list. I still like um, the Pony Express one a lot. Um, SMU, yep. That one was mm-hmm. pretty good. Who killed the USFL was really good. <laughs> you love the any small sort potatoes of, type of thing. You're so in on any sort of non NFL football league, USFL, XFL. You're you're no, a big I'm fan. Fasc- of that. Well, I like leagues failing. <laughs> yeah, you I do think like that's good... like that's the fascinating part is that there's this trend of these football leagues, the World Football League, the USFL, the XFL once, the AAF, like all these things come up and then they die, and I just can't understand how money keeps being. Like, come up with. He's like, hey, I got this idea for a football league. And people are still saying, yeah, yeah, I want in on that. I'll put it on my TV network. He's like, who's why bother competing with the NFL at this point? It's never going to work. No, it never, it's never going to happen. Um, do you have a... All right, so I, I got one for you. This is my second episodic one. This is on Netflix. I watched it a couple months ago. It's called The Family. Uh, it is... Yeah, yeah, yeah. You've been big on The Family. I just thought it was interesting because I'd never seen... But, and you like that Scientology one, so these are both kind of up your alley on like some of that okay, deeper... So I, I was going to... We can talk about that one too because that was on my list as well, Going Clear. Going Clear is an example of me getting sort of fast... I'm fascinated by religion. I'm not a religious person. Like, I'm personally, on my level, I'm, you know, agnostic at best, atheist mm. at worst. But when it comes to, like committing yourself to something in a religious aspect, I find it very fascinating. So watching Going Clear was about as close as I've ever been watching a documentary to watching a horror movie. (laughs) This is horrifying. Real life. Indoctrination, right? The family is less about religion as um, a corrupter of, like, your personal... Like belief system and more of religion as a power to influence government. It's yeah. less about kind of like fraternity. Yeah, it is. It's very much got like that fraternity. And they talk about the C Street House in in DC and all this like these people who are real life people who are connected to it. I think it has the problem that a lot of documentary series come to, and you've you've talked yeah. about this before. When the thing isn't complete, yeah, right, when the story's not done. When the story's not done, yeah. These documentaries have a habit of sort of petering off at the end. Yep. And this one, of all the documentaries I have on the list, and I guess sort of going clear, these two are the only two of the five that kind of just peter out because yeah. of the way. Just they... wait six more months or <laughs> yeah. whatever. You've you come can't, up though. with all of this stuff, you know? So, like, yeah, when, you when there's no it. resolution or even, like, a blip of the black on the screen that says, like, 
so and so was sentenced to twenty five years. <laughs> yeah, oh, you're right. At least yeah, there's yeah, a yeah. text note on the end or something that let me know what happened. But uh, I give you one more then, or give me one or two more if you have um, one left after this. Geez, my all time favorite that like I just don't think people have seen and they should is um, Life with Murder. It's called, mm. and it's this guy in Canada who kills his sister, <clears throat> and his intention was to also kill his parents. Yeah, but it didn't go Dear right. God. And he killed just his sister, but he goes to prison, right? But they still go to jail and visit him. And the whole documentary is filmed with them, like, making dinner and stuff for his birthday in this, like, prison house where, like, the guards have to come every hour right. and knock on the door. But he's got, like, an unsupervised visit with the parents he was trying to kill. Sure. So the whole time, they're, the idea is that he's going to admit to them. They know, but it's still right. their son and blah, blah, blah. But he's never actually mm. admitted it. That that was the plan. It was for like insurance money, all this stuff. But yeah. I thought it was just a real disturbing thing to see him like cutting an orange right mm-hmm. on the table in this weird prison house. Like it's on the yeah. prison grounds, but it's like a little house, like a cabin. You know what I mean? His parents are just in there with him unsupervised, and he tried to kill them like years ago. So it's like a real fascinating. Like yeah, yeah. as a parent, would you ever be able to? They killed you. He killed your daughter. He wanted to kill you, but he's still your son. Dude. It's weird, right? Did we get you in on? Did I make you watch Abducted in Plain Sight? Yeah, I watched that. That was another one that yeah. I was. That's one where you watch it and you're like, I can't yeah, believe. Yeah, exactly. Those are the type of docs yeah. too that are yep. really good. Where you're, it's a social kind of experiment in a way. Is like, what yeah. would you do? It's hard when it's hard to relate to a person not understanding their logic. That's what makes a documentary compelling. Like, um, I watched one. I think it was on Amazon where they did. You ever heard about the guy who had the collar? Not the bomb, but a guy had a shotgun behind him on a yeah, wire yeah, yeah. and walked him around like Texas or something because he was yeah. like mad at the bankers. So some sort of weird thing yeah. and it lasted forever and he was doing like a standoff actually. and stuff. But that was like a document. Weird stuff where it's like I could never fathom thinking like that or let alone building a contraption that can go on a neck into a trick. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah. Like all that stuff is way beyond my logic, you know? Uh, yeah, God. Yeah, it's... It's really easy to fall in that hole of, like, failure or, like, true crime documentary. Yep. Uh, which is why my last documentary on this list is one that is in neither of those categories. It's not a sports one. It was one I showed you and Kevin not too long ago. It is called Avocateur. It is about Morton yeah, Downey Jr. Yeah, Morton Jr. Downey Jr. I'd seen that uh, before we had watched it again here. Yeah. I'd seen that before. It was on Netflix for a little while. I, I just really liked the, the pacing of that and the way it was set up. Yeah. And uh, it's a really the fascinating. The subject matter is, is really good. Hold on. Let me grab this computer real quick. He's going to get his computer to pull up documentary stuff for. Uh... No, I looked, this, I looked this up before we started talking. <laughs> Anyways, because you were mentioning it in your, well, the later segment now, I think it would be. Yeah, the, 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 yeah we're all so, time sensitive here now. So. But there is. Uh... Here, don't block the microphone. Oh, yeah. There you go. Yeah. So. Um, the Mr. I'll just kind of paraphrase yeah, yeah. them, but like uh, Mr. Rogers' doc was okay. Mm-hmm. Man on Wire, have you ever seen that? Oh this is yeah, that's Rotten the guy. Tomatoes, that's way, the people. the tightrope one. The, yep, yep, yeah, yep. Yeah, 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 that yeah, one yeah. was really good. Um, Wiener actually, that was pretty good. Let's go follow about Anthony Wiener. Yeah, oh, yeah, and he has like another scandal that comes out during the doc because he redoes like he has another picture scandal or something. Right there like in that. the name, people. I don't know what we were thinking. <clears throat> Um, 20 Feet from Stardom. Like, so these are some of the top ones that I'm just going through that I've seen. That's with, like, backup singers to, like, famous yeah, yeah, people yeah. and stuff. That was really good. Oh, that's a good one, too. That's an interesting subgenre. I watched the one about the character actors. Yeah. That one's really yeah, good. Yeah, that guy yeah. from that thing or whatever what's, whatever it is. There's a couple of them like that. What's the worst documentary you've ever seen? Hmm. 
There's a cuts. I've never seen any that I found like unwatchable. I'll usually turn stuff off if it's not like grabbing my attention. So it's hard. It, that's what I'm with you. I mean, yeah. Like, there's been ones that are more. There are more unsettling ones where I'll watch so like some more like true crime-ish ones, right? That are not necessarily that they're bad, yeah. but they're pretty. When at the end of the day, when I watch them, I'm like, hmm, I probably didn't need to see. You know what I mean? It's like I don't. That was a little disturbing. I don't know if thing. you would even call it a documentary, but I feel like back in the day, I used to hate when like my stepdad would be watching like the History Channel and it would yep. just be like. Secrets of the Pyramids. Yeah. Do you mean like an hour yeah, about, like, like, that's not so much a documentary, I guess. It's like educational programming. Yeah. I, I don't even know what you would call it. Yeah. Right? But, but there, there's, uh, there's this documentary that, w- that I watched, um, something, oh man, now I can't even remember it, but it's, it was basically based in Illion, New York. I can't believe I can't think of it, but, uh, October Sky, I think it's called. October Sky. Um. But it's uh, just basically a family that works at the fathers at Remington or whatever, and it's all the stuff going through like the the stuff in uh, Ilian and stuff with Remington Arms, and just it was that was a really good one that I'm sure nobody's seen, but that was on Prime for a little while right now. There's a million things I'd like to make documentaries about or have documentaries made about, but I was thinking about it actually even before you got here, before Jeopardy was on, we were watching um, uh, World War Two in color. Yep. Right. And. Yeah, anything Ken Burns, if not, yeah. not in that in particular, like any of the stuff he does, I think I would yeah. call those documentaries, even though they're series or educational pieces, yeah. those are documentaries, right? I just feel like the key for stuff like that, the like historical doc, is how much footage you can find. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? Like when I watch The Family, they're doing like dramatic recreation yeah, of scenes yeah. or, and then cutting it with real footage if they have it. Yep. But for like this World War Two doc, it's just like old World War Two clips. They yeah. pull it up. Like I'm like, who filmed all this? I find like, <laughs> a lot of like you were talking about documentary and that educational crossover. I yeah. like a lot of those History Channel ones that actually reenact or do oh. docu style. Yeah, like the story of America. Talk. Yeah, yeah, those, that that's the, yeah the yeah. men who built America. Yep. Those type those of things. Good. I don't know if those would be documentaries per se, but that's a pretty good way to it's tell a fine story. line, yeah, right? Yeah. Isn't it? Yeah, well, yeah. you can't get anything about Carnegie or something, right? What's like, where are you going to find that stuff? What's Vikings? Is that a documentary or is that no, a TV that's a show? TV that's show. like a TV show, yeah. right? Okay. Yeah. Uh, all right. So I do want to get into handshake events. We're 22 minutes in. So let's yeah, let's yeah, get into the handshake. All the time you needed. Yeah. Uh, so you did a lot of time, <laughs> man. Uh, all right. So at the moment, you can go to uh, you can go to madeunique.com for this list. You can go to the Twitter. Yeah, handshakes, handshake.city has all the updated events, too, like the slash events. Like the calendar is updated. All the website at handshake.city is updated. I did it all today. So uh, You came out swinging with the first two events. May, uh, May 16th, you guys are doing Kids Day to open up the year. Yep. Uh, be, I think... Some of this stuff, I hope I'm allowed. I think, all right. <laughs> How I much believe, are you allowed to say? I believe there will be the helicopter landing again. Hoping. Yes, yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure. And that is supposed to be tied in with the Erie Canal half with the Boilermaker, yeah. but that might not be, I'm not sure about that either. So those are like, you know, maybe those are happening with, with Kids Day. So <laughs> there's a little taste, perhaps, or nothing at all. Take it or leave it. Uh, well, because on June 13th, you guys have Barks, Barks and Brews. Yep. Kids and, Day will happen, regardless, yeah. you know what I mean? But, like, I think yeah. we'll have, like, pretty grand things well, going on with it. I'm glad that you guys did start off the year with those two events, though, because it does sort of 
feel like those two events sort of speak to the best parts of what this yeah. park's all about. Well, I right? feel like it's a... We'll go into wrestling terms for a minute. We're like the WWE pay-per-view schedule. Where, like, <laughs> third year in, you can count on Barks and Brews being the June pay-per-view. Yeah, this is our WrestleMania, right? Or yeah, No, no, I guess downtown's our downtown WrestleMania. Downtown would be the WrestleMania, yeah. This so, is our Survivor Series. Exactly, yeah. you so, hardcore well, Every fans. year now, we fall into a thing where you can kind of expect... You know, a couple flagship things that kind of work. Yeah. So, like, the Falling for Utica works in the fall. Like, that's yeah. just something mm-hmm. now. We'll just do that again. Um, things like that. Touch the Truck is back. So, a lot of these events are returning events. Yeah, Touch the Truck, that's September 19th. Downtown yep. Get Down, obviously, September 5th and 6th. That's always very exciting. Yep. What's up with these sort of wellness weekends and performance so, series you were talking about here? Usually, the last two years, we haven't... July and August are a little bit tough. Not so much July, but August. Because you have Boilermaker coming in. Then you got the State Fair. Mm-hmm. The State Fair extends all the way through like august now it goes on forever um so booking vendors and expecting people to come to the park during state fair season and usually like an indie garage sale time and there's a bunch yeah. of uh, clinton music and arts fest like there's always like some stuff going on where it's like you know it's putting a not a strain but like you're, you're a lot of people are pulling from the same resources right. food yeah. trucks vendors music uh p- attendance you know all mm-hmm. that stuff <clears throat> so we're trying to do a couple of different things so on Saturdays in the middle of June, I think it is June twentieth. Twentieth to twenty seventh. Yeah, so each week from June twentieth to twenty seventh, and then I think it takes a break and goes to July eleventh to July eighteenth. Yeah, yep. July eighteenth. It'll be like so in the morning. It'll be um, yoga classes again. So we'll have yoga at the park, nice. and each week we'll have a different instructor. So one cool. instructor might be for parents or kids or teens or pets or whatever the you know it'd be geared differently based on the instructor so the yoga won't be exactly the same every single Mm -hmm. week you'll be getting different techniques and stuff like that then we're going to do like we're partnering up with uh the market more because they've been doing kind of a a dog thing as well yeah yeah. so we're going to do each week we'll have it after yoga you'll there'll be like a dog walk basically Mm -hmm. just leave from handshake walk down to the market shop walk back to handshake and then just leave. Yeah. You know, so it's things like that. We're going to have some activities just for a Saturday each week for four weeks that are just health-related and stuff like yeah. that. So, like, the puzzle-building contest that I want to do will be on one of those Saturdays where it's just you're outside building puzzles as a, comp- you know, a little fastest to build a X amount of whatever. So just being out- outdoors and... Still got to build that puzzle you gave me. Oh, yeah, there yeah. you go. That, it was a cat, the cat or something. Puzzle. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but that would be like the the rules. It'd be four uh, people on a team or something, a couple hundred piece puzzle, and whoever yeah. builds it the fastest wins. But it's just a something to do outside. That's like a one off, just a couple hours, and we just go. It's not necessarily a a big massive event, you mm-hmm. know. Um, and then performers in the park. Um, man, I don't know. We have things that we're planning, but the idea would be is like so an outdoor movie would fall into a performers in the mm-hmm. park. Sure. Um, if I could hassle Phil to do a trivia in the park. That, you, you know, so, so <laughs> stuff like that, improv for the uptown or something come down. It would be mm-hmm. other um, players of Uticas who were talking with some stuff too to do like an outdoor play. So the mm-hmm. idea is that people who perform at other places in Utica will come down and do a condensed version of that on the stage on a Wednesday night for like an hour or two and then right. go home. So all through August, instead of trying to do main the main events, you know, the big shows, we're going to do little house shows, like little one-off, you know, kind of things. <laughs> and yeah, A lot of references here. So. So, many, so much wrestling terminology. Uh, speaking of <laughs> wrestling terminology, uh, October 24th, our own personal Halloween havoc. Yes. Uh, Haunted Handshake, back again. Didn't tell me we are doing it again this year. It hasn't been as advertised yet because we're not necessarily looking for sponsors for it as much, right. you know what I mean? So, like, it's not as... Uh, pressing on the materials we're trying to get out because if we can find a sponsor great but that's more of like i would never go so far as to say that i was disappointed with last year's 
I was disappointed that more people didn't get to see it. Yes. That was more of my decision. Yeah. I was very impressed with the amount of work we well, did. Well, you know I we thought, always have to do something last minute the first time. And then the then, wind destroyed everything. Yeah. And then, uh, so I'm really curious but to see now what we, that we have it planned, this was like two weeks or something we did it in, 13 days. a short amount of time. Yeah. 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 So it, even the Haunted House, that stuff was fine. It was just we didn't have enough time to promote. Now we got a full season to promote the Haunted mm-hmm. House, and it's going to be a week before actual Halloween. Yeah. So we don't have to Smart. compete with as, as much as that uh, trick-or-treating stuff, so... Well, very good. So, again, also I've fallen for Utica, obviously, uh, October 11th. We talked about that. Yep. Uh, first event, though, May 16th, Kids Day. They're two months away. Are yeah. you excited? Are you stressed out? What's your no, level I'm, of... I want to move the containers. Yeah, you are showing me the mock-ups yeah, you did. Yeah, yeah. that's so pretty good. That's the idea. If we could... How much work is that, though? A, a day. It's yeah. just so you lay down, you level out some land, put down a couple inches of gravel, and then someone with a flatbed moves the container. There, it's, You're not... You're not moving the containers any physical location besides like a yeah. hundred yards. You know they're just rotating to a different plot. It's not like you got to drive them the Roman back or something. You know, um, but the, that actual stuff doesn't. That would take no time, but it's more or less condensing down uh, the park and getting it like in a easier maintenance, like presentable way. Cause yeah, like yeah. Thinking about putting raised beds and park benching and picnic tables in the stage and like all these things in the places that you want them to go so you can actually build nice park features around it that is kind of enticing because right now we kind of have too much space so uh well listen i'm i'm excited for the year i'm looking forward to it. it's been a cold kind of slow for the winter we've been pretty yeah. slow for for most of the year yeah that's the way it goes i guess like i mean what can you do there's there's some stuff where like i was just thinking we usually go and eat somewhere out and like save the photos and do like the old post it like a yeah. week later and be like hey here's an updated instagram photo because like yeah i literally haven't gone out so i got like stockpile like stockpile photos to be like hey i'm active today you know uh handshake.city though for all the full lineup for all the events be sure to come out to the first event second event all the events that you can come out to we always appreciate the support all in all i think with the four because they're series and then the main events yeah. and stuff there's like 15 events all together so it'll mm-hmm. be a, a pretty massive schedule but we'll see what happens uh before i do lightning round questions with you i just wanted to point out one documentary that i remembered as we were talking uh hero dreams of sushi the, yeah, yeah. the sushi chef guy love yep. that one i watched yep. that one once a year, I feel like. Um, a one that I watched fairly recently for the road is called Three Identical Strangers, mm. where these three kids were separated at birth and they all found out like later in life by like going to college and weird stuff that they were related that and so it ended weird, up man. like messing up their lives. Yeah. How do you have like a relationship with somebody you've never met? It's like, oh yeah, I'm your brother. And it's like, wait, what? I... And they have to be triplets. Yeah. They so met weird. at college. They're like, you look like this guy that I go to, like, that's at college here. And they're like, who? And he showed them, and they're like, brothers. And then the other one, one last one, the Marlin Call one. We were talking about this. Oh, Not yeah, the yeah, Steve yeah. Carell movie, but the actual documentary. Right, the the, the, the documentary Excellent. that Foxcatcher is Excellent. based on. Yeah. Not Foxcatcher, the Marlin Call movie. Oh, oh, uh, welcome to, uh, to Marlowe. Yeah, Mar- yes. yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. There's about. an actual doc about that, that Steve Carell movie that is yes. about the actual guy. The big knock about Excellent. that. The big knock about the Steve Carell movie is that the, the documentary is so good that why did you make this? Yeah, yeah, because yeah. that that is one where they use like the figure. It's, they did a really good job. I'll with have it. to look up the name of that one. Uh, all right, so quick lightning round question: Since you've already been on, so you've seen a lot of these already, uh, who's your favorite fictional villain? Your favorite fictional villain? Um, I told you, uh, 
Paper cut from Pete and Pete. Paper cut from Pete and Pete. Yeah. <laughs> I like the idea that this guy ruled that schoolyard with an iron fist that, like, you would play rock, uh, paper, scissor with him, and you knew he was going to throw paper. Yeah. You always let him cover the rock because you never cut paper cut. Because he was yeah. always, like, slitting people, like, between their fingers <laughs> or on, like, their lips yeah. and stuff like that. He was always giving people paper cuts. God. So everyone knew he was going to throw paper, but everybody always went with rock to avoid getting paper cut. I like that you... I like that you have like such a low level villain well, as your favorite villain. It's like a Pete, real young like, Pete finally throws scissors and becomes like the his like yeah. arch rival for like the rest of the show. And yeah. then endless Mike Hellstrom falls in there too as another Pete and Pete character who's Big Pete's rival, which is pretty good. Uh, you endless, still have that, endless Mike, what a cool name! It is a great name. <laughs> you still have that hat, that Pete and Pete hat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's a good hat. Uh, what's one possession you could never get rid of? Um, I've probably told you this. I have a bear called Softer that was given to me when I was mm-hmm. born. So that bear will also turn 35 today slash oh, tomorrow yeah. when the birthday turns. <laughs> like that thing is literally as old as I am in terms yeah. of like being placed with me. And I still have it mm. now with me to this day. So it's, I don't know, not that I couldn't live without, but that would be something where it's like I've had that for a while. I'd be kind of bummed if I lost yeah. it. Like I've gone this far. I don't want to, you know. Yeah. Oh, like, yeah. Yeah. I mean, at this point in time. Yeah, I'm just fully committed now. So that was where the disappointment would come. It just seemed like a waste of 35 years if I eventually just lost it. Uh, and last but not least, what would be your dream category on Jeopardy that you feel like no one could defeat you in? No one could defeat me in. We talked about it. Um Probably I, where people went to college. Territorial wrestling, yeah. Where people went to college, basketball yeah, or football. You are a basketball weird in particular. Freak yeah. When it comes to like knowing where dudes went to college well, for whatever reason. I used to when I when was I younger. Fisher. No. MVCC. Yes. You're not a pro player. Technically. So that's... that's true. No, no. I, I know what you mean, though. Yeah, you're good at that game. Uh, I used to play on a, like a, door basketball hoop in my my house so like when i was younger i always shoot in my like bedroom yeah, yeah, type yeah. of deal so putting together fictional teams was like something <laughs> right. where so i used a lot of basketball cards slash like sports beckets and like all these things that had people's college i just yeah. always kind of remember because i was always making up my own teams with players i never heard of type of thing so and uh, and since we've already done it a bunch of times as we we're sitting here talking probably we should probably talk about how as wrestling fans of a long-standing period wrestlemania season is coming up We've really leaked the wrestling vernacular into the world now. Like we're really using a lot of like wrestling terminology. It's mainstream. It's on yeah. Fox now. Ronda Rousey's there. You <laughs> like, know? Haven't you ever heard of Brock Lesnar? People seem to understand what I mean, though, when I say heel turn. That term has gone out of wrestling and is now just a sort of yeah. colloquial term. That I think use. Uh, you know what it is. Honestly, is John Cena's big right now. Outside. Cena. I'm serious. <laughs> like he's big outside of wrestling. So I think the idea. Uh, of where he came from is at least intriguing. Not enough to necessarily make people watch it, but he's got kind of like that rock appeal. There's probably people interested in what he was doing before he was in all this stuff. We just watched the uh, some video on the internet about the rocks about the Scorpion King. Man, it was weird to look back at that movie. <sighs> Terrible back. CG. Well, it's just weird to look back at it now and think like this guy is gonna be the biggest movie star in the world. Yeah, like, within like a decade. But like, but for now, terrible CGI. Yeah, what a come up. Yeah, the Scorpion King. Yeah. What yeah. <laughs> I mean, you're already at the top of your game as a wrestler, but then you just make even more money as an actor. Like, what else do you want? <laughs> you don't have to do anything. 
is he uh was he's, he's got kids and he's married and stuff already so yeah he's living the dream he's got it all he's also like yeah. he also wakes up at like five in the morning and eats like 15 pieces of 15 chicken. pieces of chicken and then works yeah. out for nine and a half hours That's so true, yeah Some you gotta really commit sucks. to it yeah he's got his own rock <laughs> under armor shoes rumble bolts <laughs> that's true god that's what does it handshake.city <laughs> made in utica.com uh you can follow him on twitter and facebook but he's not the one responding to you because he's no, off of all I'm, social media I'm, so on the boot i am trying to do a fundraiser though for my birthday through facebook and then oh. i was like talking well, sure. about it tonight i was like well i'll, I'll uh, do this fundraiser because you know katie did yeah. it and it worked out pretty well i was like i don't have any friends left on there like <laughs> no one's even gonna see because i've been slowly like just getting rid of she everything told me i would have turned your gift back and just giving you money uh, uh I will, we'll get into it. All right. Good work. Happy birthday. We're happy to uh, we're happy to have you. At Thirty five years. At least thirty five more. Uh, yeah, at least. At least thirty five more. Get you to seventy. It's pretty good. It's a, yeah. Don't we'll get the coronavirus. That yeah. The he- general health will be. General health. Right. <laughs> will be a concern. We'll be back to the show <laughs> in just a moment. Excited for the lineup of Handshake City. Yeah, a little more excited about it. It's, it's, well, well, it's always interesting sometimes because we <laughs> a little like little inside baseball. Sometimes we record this show and the interviews are off from the timeline we present them. So we come on here now. We're like, thank you, Justin. But we don't know if he's hurled any wild, <laughs> yeah, he like, has flame balls. We don't know if he's done any flamethrowing. He may have just burned it down. He may. Have, we don't know what just happened. Yeah, it's, so it's true. Talk bad about probably, it could have been anything. Most likely, thank you and definitely happy birthday to our yeah, friend. Happy yeah, birthday. And your your gift to be in the mail is coming in on Wednesday. Um, all right. Uh, what did I have for you? There was something I wanted to hit you with before we got into um, history round. I guess not. All right, we'll just do the history round and then we'll we'll move on. I don't want to hold us up any longer. Uh, all right. On this day, nineteen twenty six, the first book of the month club selection oh, wow. was published. Yeah, it was a book called Lolly Willows. Or the Loving Huntsman. It was the first book of the month club selection. Uh, it was written by an English novelist named Sylvia Warner, who had intended to become demu- uh, who yeah, had intended to become a musicologist, not a writer. Uh, the book of the month club's four thousand plus members were not pleased with the novel when it came out. However, uh, it was being it was considered controversial because she was the, one of the uh, openly gay, first openly gay women of the early nineteen hundreds and was the subject of much hostility throughout her life. She later published 144 short stories in The New Yorker, as well as more novels, poetry, and translations uh, before dying in 1978 in Dorset, England. My question for you, if you were starting a Book of the Month Club, the Heather Waz, Kevin Sullivan Book of the Month Club, what book would you pick to start your own personal book club that you'd want all your readers to listen to? Or to read, yeah. Start the book for inaugural, kick it off? Yeah. Kill a Mockingbird. Kill a Mockingbird. Yeah. I didn't think of a book. Yeah. 
Yeah. I mean, my book, like, my brain goes blank when we talk about books. <laughs> well, that's why it's a team. It's a team. It's our book club. So well, we'll just can I do... have your book? As long as, yeah, yeah. No, yeah, we'll, I'm with it. We well, pick the book together. Okay. Oh, as long as you get book. members for the club, I'll, I'll pick members. the book. We're set, okay? Great. The first awesome. thought, we're good. We're doing Kill, okay. kill a Mockingbird. Okay, great. My first people. thought would great. be some... But you can't come to the development meeting. Wow. That's a good one. That one's good because it's pretty easy to read. Like, it's a timeless book, but it's not written in, like, a way that is unreadable today for modern yeah, readers like for some sure. yeah it's accessible for sure. yeah, yeah. my first thought was to say like something like brave new world but that book's kind of no. wild it's <laughs> it's such a... Come down a do you not like brave new world it's good no i mean it's just yeah but it's like a, i don't want to say dense but like that's I know. dense like, it's book a of, weird book book of the month club is like, you know, you can't be like oh for our first book for book of the month club, we're doing house of leaves house of leaves best of luck <laughs> Could you do like a Stephen King book? Is that too mainstream? Uh, no, that's a little too pulpy. Too pulpy. I would go yeah, to that you, club. That, that would be your problem. You're See? like, oh, is that too mainstream? You need mainstream. It's a book of the month club. Right. I would go to that. Mm. That book club. If there's scary stories, I'd read them. Yeah, that's good stuff. What about something like The Martian? That's pretty recent. The Martian would be a great choice. Right. Be a good choice. The Martian is a great choice for the book of the month club. That was a really good visceral like read, actually. I'm thinking it's an easy read, too. Easy read. Nice yeah. and, yeah. Mm-hmm. I gotta read that guy's second book. I haven't read it yet. I heard it wasn't quite as good. You have it, don't you? I do have it. Yeah, fire uh, it up. <laughs> gotta bring it to the old home office. <laughs> <laughs> true. <laughs> never get anything done. Uh, all right. On this day, 1959, uh-huh. the first ever Barbie doll goes on display at the American Toy Fair in New York City. 11 inches tall, uh, Barbie was the first mass-produced toy doll in the United States with adult features. Uh, the woman behind the Barbie's name was Ruth Handler, who, after seeing her young daughter ignore her baby dolls to play make-believe with paper dolls of adult women, realized there was an important niche in the market for toys that allowed little girls to imagine the future. That's how they're putting it. Uh, Barbie was originally marketed as a racy gag gift to adult men in tobacco shops. That's I didn't a, know that. Well, now you do. It makes you wonder, like, like what man, did they do? What a different time. What are you going to do with it? I don't, <laughs> I don't even uh, know what you're going to do with it. Uh, Mattel <laughs> Brothers. No, but I don't even know how. Construction? <laughs> <laughs> uh, it did grow. I don't think they're going to do construction for <laughs> it. It did get popular with children. Mattel bought the rights, uh, and by sponsoring it alongside the Mickey Mouse Club TV show in 1955, Mattel became the first toy company to broadcast commercials to children. Scumbags. Nice job. Good work. Uh, they used the medium to promote the new toy, and by 1961, there was enormous demand uh, that led to the release of Barbie's boyfriend, the man we know as Ken. Sweet Ken. Uh, Barbie's... Sweet Ken. <laughs> sweet, sweet, sweet Ken. Ken yeah, tell me more about Sweet Ken. <laughs> sweet Ken. I wanted a boyfriend for Barbie so bad, and I never got one. Um, so Elf was her boyfriend. <laughs> Wait, Elf? Very progressive. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Barbie had a best friend named Midge. Came out in 1963. And she had a little sister. Skipper. Skipper, that is correct. Right. He debuted in 1964. <laughs> she was 85 years old. The manager of the Detroit Tigers. Um, okay. <laughs> yeah, come on there, Skip. Uh, I'll tell you the truth. I had a, a female neighbor. Shout out to Caitlin Brower, my good friend Caitlin. When we were kids. We were in the same grade. and we went to all the same school. So I would go over to her house, play. And she'd come over to my house and play. And once in a while, get suckered into playing Barbie dolls, you know, at her house. Here's the problem. Suckered I... like she tricked you. Yeah. <laughs> Put on this blindfold and hold this action figure. Here's well, it a... turns out the real action was in the kitchen the whole time saying, it's a Barbie. Yeah. <laughs> so here's the deal with the Barbie that drives me nuts as a toy connoisseur. There's no uh, articulation well, with Barbie. They the... don't do anything. Like, there's a... an action figure has, like, posable action. It can punch. It can be posed into 
action poses and such. They just looked pretty and waited for Ken to show them the convertible. That's, the arms and legs move. Yeah, they yeah, like only move. like in like Frankenstein and style. And the arms were like, like rubbery. Made, like, made out of wire and rubber. So were they? Yeah, yeah you could have moved. You could, I mean, it wasn't like action figures, but you could adjust like, it so she was like It's hair. like the shoulder rotator cuff. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, like holding like your this. bag, doing your thing. You know what I'm a big fan of? Stretch Armstrong. Or Stretch Armstrong. Oh, yeah. Stretch Armstrong, one of those garbage toys. <laughs> no, no! What are you going to do with it? I did stretch it. It was Come on. I had the stretch. That was stupid, that. That was a stupid toy. It was too bad. He wrestled it. It was the size of a shoe. What do you mean? You had him wrestle the other. His bad guy. Who is the bad guy for um, Stretch Armstrong? Nobody knows. No, I know. It was the the, the ooze men. God damn it. The guy who's still counting the money he made off Stretch Armstrong doesn't know. Um, There's a... (laughs) I was watching that... uh, I watched that documentary series. Again, we talked about documentaries with Justin. About the toys... We think. We think. I'm not sure yet. Uh, (laughs) It's on the docket. We'll see. He's here. No, I see him. Right? He's here. He's here. Uh, but they did that Toys That Made Us documentary, yeah. and they've already done all of the toys that were like my high point toys. So I can't even like look for one I'd want to see. They did Power Rangers. Plus, they do like four episodes. Right, but I'm saying they did Power Rangers. They did Ninja Turtles. They did WWE action figures. Those were like my big three. I don't know what other like toy brand I bought into as hard as those three like particular items. Over my childhood. I like to certainly area G.I. Joe's Legos would be huge. Oh, it's just going to say Legos. Legos. Yeah, it's never... Tons of Legos. I like the idea of Legos, but I'm not patient enough for them. Oh, yeah, we used to do... We love Legos when I was a kid. Lincoln Logs. Those are big. Now, Lincoln Logs. I never got too much into Lincoln Ah, Logs. Kaz has Lincoln Logs. He loves them. Lincoln Logs are a byproduct of my love for Godzilla because Lincoln Logs' houses were good breakdown houses for Godzilla Mm -hmm. to smash up if I wanted to make a little city for Godzilla and his... His monster pals to fight in. Yeah, yeah. Lincoln Logs were good for that. Uh, all right, moving on. On this day, 1997, uh, rapper Notorious B.I.G. is killed in Los Angeles. Uh, the murder is thought to be the culmination of an ongoing feud between rap music artists from the East and West Coast. I like that this is like a History Channel, like write up, and it's all written like, ah, yes, music articles from the East and West Coast. Uh, just six months earlier. It's yeah, I know. <laughs> Tupac Square was killed when he was shot. While his car to drive uh, by shooting in Las Vegas, uh, Wallace's death came only weeks before his new album titled Life After Death was scheduled to be released. Uh, Wallace is the most prominent East Coast practitioner of gangster rap, uh, peppering his songs with profane, violent, and misogynistic lyrics. I didn't write that one. Uh, in 1994, record Ready to Die sold millions that same year. Uh, Shakur was shot several times in a robbery at a recording studio in New York. I mean... I have no idea. If you listen to the show and you don't know who Biggie and Tupac are, no, yeah. I don't even have anything. Like, else stop to listening to the show. We do history lessons. We do a lot of stuff, but just go get on Spotify, get wherever you go, and just listen. Do you think she killed him? Killed who? No, Tupac's killed... alive. No, I've read oh. that Tupac's alive. I know we talked about that. Yeah, they're putting out, in... somebody's putting out a new documentary. Anyway, I watched the trailer soon. for it. Yeah. Yeah. I did yeah, yeah. that night. Where is he? In New Mexico. Yeah. Right? yeah, he's in New Mexico. I sent you the video. He turned into Gus Fring. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I think he did. No, but did Suge kill yeah. Biggie? For sure. Yes. Suge Knight. Himself, directly? No. His boys, though. His capo. His Wouldn't crew. be surprised. Man, I, I can't imagine what kind of, like, how much money or how bad of a person I'd have to be to be like, yo, I need you to kill somebody for well, me. So and have somebody do it. Like, have somebody be around and be like, yeah, sure, got you. Mm-hmm. I'll be out here doing whatever. I don't have anybody who's close enough to me who I would be able to ask to kill somebody. I'm Italian. I don't have any mob connections. Well, you don't ask that. people that are close to you. It's a miss, though. You don't want people that are close. People that can be attached to you. No, you don't need somebody close to you out there doing hits. Doing doing whacking guys for you. Did you prefer Tupac or Biggie when you were growing up? Tupac. 
Really? Mm-hmm. Mm. You said that pretty quick. I did, Iron Yeah, when I was growing I was up, ready. Tupac as well. Really? Um, yeah, hmm. big time. I More still probably people. I still probably reach for Ready to Die over anything from either artist though. That first Biggie album I probably listened to um, more than any of either of their albums, but it was Tupac also had a lot more. Like he put yeah. out five or six albums before he uh, was hidden in New Mexico by Heather. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, hidden in New Mexico. But like Biggie only had the one, then Life After Death came out uh, shortly afterwards. But he also got sort of commoditized by like Puff Daddy and Mace and the whole Bad Boy thing, mm-hmm. yeah. and started being used as like a flavor as opposed to. A guy who's got like actual thesis and actual like you know long pieces of like art to sort of stand for right. himself out there. That's a great way to describe that. Every once in a while, Heather. Awesome. Every once in a while, uh, I have meathead. It's a home run. I have. I know you did. I have watched never. Uh, not the documentary, but the movie they made about Notorious B.I.G. Which is called Notorious. Mm. It's fine. It was just fine. Yeah, I, I heard the Tupac movie they made is terrible. I'm sure yeah. it is. Which is a shame because the end. Bio, of the... I'm, I don't read biopics. Don't really work for me very often. Give me a documentary. If yeah, 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 yeah. Or <laughs> give me nothing. I mean, give me a book. I just don't need it, right? Like if I want to know or about nothing. somebody, I'll we can jump on the Wikipedia and if it sounds interesting, we'll find the biography and we'll read it in the home office. Like, I don't need a biopic. I think if you're gonna give me a biopic, give me a biopic about somebody from a long time ago, hmm. like The Aviator. With DiCaprio, the Scorsese movie about how yeah. it is. Oh, yeah. That's a good biopic. I like that. I don't need a biopic about some guy who was alive in like the 86. I'm trying to think of what the best like biopic that I can... I it's did... a high bar for me. I, I mean, I liked I'm Walk sure the Line. I'm sure there's a couple I like. When Walk the Line came out, I liked it. I haven't watched that, that movie good. in a long... What's that, the Joaquin That was, Cash. yeah, Johnny Cash. Mm, yeah. You didn't care for it? No. Not really. No. I mean, it's I... fine. Yeah, it's, it was entertaining. Uh, I don't know. I guess you're right. Like, Spinal Tap isn't really a... No, that well, that's not a biopic. That's Those aren't real people. No, no we <laughs> I, I guess it's I... It's not pref- biopics either. You know, Toy Story. It's kind of... It's like, well, it's not really... Well, it's, it's like a mock-up of, like, a biopic. It's, it's like yeah, a mockumentary, right? Because, yeah, so, it's, a docu- it's a mock-up of a documentary. Yeah, I'm trying to think. Like, I didn't watch... I have no interest, really, in the Elton John one, because, like, it feels like he's still alive and kicking and doing his thing. And it's because he is. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right? And, the reason it feels that way. And I feel like I'm in the minority for saying I don't care as much about Queen as the general public seems to care about Queen. So, I just bring back Behind the Music. Oh, behind yeah. the Music. Like, give me, give me Behind great. the Music from VH1. That's, how we That's what I everything. mean. I don't need the biopics. Yep. I wish that was... I would have to think about it because I'm sure there's definitely some biopics that I, that I have enjoyed and that I do enjoy and different stuff like I that. Mm-hmm. But I, yeah, I just think the bar is a little bit higher. Yeah. No, I think I'm automatically right. a little bit suspicious of a biopic. Uh, all right, well, let's move on to this day, also in 1997. So the same day that Biggie Smalls was killed in Los Angeles, Buffy the Vampire Slayer debuts on the Warner Brothers Television Network. Stupid. You didn't care for Buffy? No, I'm dumb. <laughs> I mean, I have to say, it's not my total scene. I didn't get it. I was more of a One Tree Hill man. That was Dawson's Creek. Dawson's Creek. Uh but I feel like they were on to something early, which is that like high school kids like sort of spooky horror based like entertainment. Mm-hmm. Like there's something to be said about like all my kids are addicted to like scary stuff, horror movies, and also like teen stuff. And it feels it's like always been to yeah, teen stuff since time immemorial. It feels like it's definitely sort of like really amplified up today in like the current world with all like these different Netflix shows. Mm-hmm. Uh, but this show is sort of ahead of its time in that way. I don't yeah, like no, this you're show. Right. I, I, don't get me wrong. I've watched some episodes of this show. It's just fine. Mm. It's never hooked me in. Like I'm sure that like 
just some people out here who are like, no, how dare you talk trash about Buffy? Buffy's definitely got the hive. Um, I think one of the things for me is by the time that Buffy was out as an early adopter of horror and yeah. as somebody who's always like, like, you know, so you know, still to this day, I like mm-hmm. horror books, horror movies, yeah. any kind of like horror show is always really interesting to me. By the time Buffy came out, it was a little bit too corny for yeah, me. Yeah, that's what I think. Like, it was just a little bit too, because Buffy, like, you can talk about it being supernatural and all that. It was, certainly had all those elements, but like, it was mostly like a teen love story. Yeah. Yes. And like teenage issues kind of thing, like couched in vampires and werewolves and whatever else they might have. <laughs> yeah. So I think just by the time I was out, it just wasn't really for me, but it went on for a long time. I know a lot of people, like, I know my brother really liked it. Um... A lot of people do, so, you know, shout out to them. Did you know that Sarah Michelle Gellar had a Daytime Emmy Award for her work on the soap opera All My Children yeah. before she... I believe she deserves all the awards. <laughs> I feel like I don't see much of her anymore. She just sort of... You don't? I follow her on Instagram. So do I. Mm. I follow her on Instagram. She's just killing it, just doing her thing. She's, she's got, like, she's kids. She's having a great life. She's still yeah. married to Freddie Prinze Jr. Yeah. after all these years. Yep, still in love. Wild. Yeah, this was part of the... Still know what they did all those summers ago? That's true. <laughs> Deep reference. What's up, Heather? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, she so this was during WB's prime time lineup, including so uh, Buffy the Vampire Slayer, Dawson's Creek, right. Seventh Heaven, yeah. oh. and Felicity. Oh, yeah, Felicity, Heaven. I love Felicity. Felicity. Did not watch Felicity. Carrie Russell, one of my all timers. So Felicity, Felicity did not. Uh, she was always fine. It's fine. Everything's fine. Uh, <laughs> you should watch The Americans. She's on that show. I'd like great. to watch The Americans. That's really good. Uh, just seems like a big commitment now. It's good. It's worth yeah. watching all the way yeah. through. Yeah. It's worth. I think it's worth watching all the way through. Same. I'm only watching documentaries now that I'm on this curiosity stream. That's a... <laughs> All right, moving on. Uh, we won't go too long on this one because we're already going longer than I thought. Uh, on this day, 2009, Toyota sold its one millionth hybrid car in the United States. That was like their Prius, obviously. Prius, I feel like, was the first. A couple hybrids, yeah. But now I feel like they don't make like specific hybrid cars anymore. Now you just get your car in a hybrid version. Like they don't. They still make them too. Yeah. No. Really? Yeah, yeah. yeah, we just bought electric both. cars. You just see less of them. I feel like you get, like, your Ford Escape, but then they'll also have, like, the Ford Escape Hybrid Edition. That like, is also true. Right, yeah, that's but what But they I, also make, like, a Ford car that's, like, just a straight just hybrid. A, yeah, yeah, yeah. It only comes that way. Like, little, like, economy smart cars. If you were buying a car today, like a brand new car... Yeah. Do you feel like you'd have to buy a hybrid? No. No, you wouldn't you want? have to. No. I mean, like, for your own personal preference, like, would no. you would you feel like you'd be... Inclined, more inclined to buy one than not. I, I would, it would be, I would be interested to see if like a hybrid is available. I wouldn't like exclude it, but mm-hmm. I'm not strictly only shopping hybrids. I don't think yeah. if I was buying a brand new car today. No. Uh, I had a couple food items we were gonna talk about. Into it. So do if you guys it. want, to so hungry, let's talk don't sell it. yourself on the fact that people are like, I don't know, they've been on a long time. I can't do the last ten. <laughs> people, you're taking the last ten. This is what you're getting. <laughs> uh, all right. So we'll start with this. Um, I found a listing here. It is the worst cereals for you. And it has to do with essentially the amount of sugar that's in the cereals. If you were guessing which breakfast cereal was the worst for you based on the amount of sugar, what would you think it was? Right now? Yeah. Probably like Fruit Loops or Lucky Charms. Fruit Loops came in at number eight. Uh, it was tied with Reese's Puffs and Tricks. Mm. At number eight? At number eight. That is correct. Kev, mm. okay, what would you think it would be? Pass. No, nothing? Well, I, I know. Oh, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Honeycomb. No. Is Captain Crunch. Oh, I still love yeah. Captain Crunch. With sugar nuggets. It seems weird great. to me, though. Like, in the, in the article I was reading about it, like, so many of the other ones on here seem objectively, like, just by looking at it, like, they would be so much worse. Mm. I would have never saw Captain Crunch. Crunch. I don't know. When I saw Captain I was, I guess, maybe slightly surprised, but Captain Crunch was like, that's like a hard sugar nugget made out of, like, sugar corn as the base covered in, like, that sugary frosting type. 
coating. Yeah, I guess you're... Well... They're literally just like sugar hard, crusty sugar nuggets. What about like crunched berries would be worse. I guess they probably didn't include those in the list. Yeah, they said that's what what they tested for. Lucky Charms, Because there were definitely some of the more... Lucky Charms like half marshmallow. No. They wish. (laughs) Show me the box. Show me the box of Lucky Charms. All right, so like You've ever bought this half full of marshmallow. Maybe like 20% marshmallow. You show me the box. Yeah, I guess you're right, too, because even the Lucky Charm is still just like a regular piece of breakfast cereal that's got a little mm. bit of the coating on it's got it, the otherwise. Coating. Well, I mean, these are like, all still high. What was, like, number like... two and number... Uh, so one was Captain Crunch, two was Lucky Charms. Okay, so uh, close. Three was Frosted Flakes. Mm. Four was sense. Apple Jacks, Cocoa Puffs, oh, God, Cookie Jacks. Crisp, and Fruity Pebbles. Those are good. Yo, Fruity so... Actually, yeah. Fruity Pebbles are really Fruity good, Pebbles too. On number one. So let's talk about this for a second. Uh, this is my, my fat kid moment of the week. Uh... I have been purchasing recently uh, plain ice cream to keep in the fridge. I like having ice cream in the fridge. Uh, I had a bowl of vanilla ice cream, and I topped it with Fruity Pebbles. That's good. And it was such a delicious treat. I bet that treat. was good. That's oh, amazing. Man. What a tasty treat. That's amazing. Treat. We, uh, when I, at the bar, a bar that I used to work at, and we served lunch, and we would have a local bakery uh, make us a selection of macaroons for the week to sell mm-hmm. as like a yeah, yeah. dessert with like an yeah. espresso. Yeah, follow that girl on Instagram. Probably. Yeah, yeah. Um, she's out there. She does great work. But so we would order, and she would just send us, like, three different flavors every week, and we kind of use her judgment, like, whatever, you know, mm-hmm. cool, interesting stuff. And one time she sent uh, Fruity Pebbles macaroons. Oh, Fruity yeah. Pebbles busted yep. up in the frosting, nice. and then it was nice. kind of rolled in them, and pff, pretty good. Uh, also this week, Wendy's launched their breakfast menu. Mm. Any interest in Wendy's breakfast menu, or miss you with that? I'll go. I'll definitely I guess I don't know. I feel like I liked Wendy's more when I was younger. I'm like less trusting of Wendy's now. Is really? it? Yeah. Why? I don't know why. I like their chicken sandwich still, but I always feel like you spend a ton of money when you go to Wendy's. Well, they're expensive, but like that's because it's closer to real food. Yeah. And like, like when you get, if you go get like a, a burger at a Wendy's, it tastes like a real burger yeah. as opposed to like McDonald's, where it's like, well, here's the mulched <laughs> sawdust and that is true beef powder patty. And I know they just switched back to regular beef, so maybe one day. Yeah, maybe one day. So yeah, theoretically, I mean, I, I do, I like breakfast. I would prefer a breakfast sandwich to any regular fast food, you know what I mean? Like, I would take a sausage McMuffin over any of the other crap on the menu at McDonald's pretty yeah, much any time. So, true. interested enough to see. I don't think you'll see me sprinting up to Wendy's anytime soon, but if I'm ever out looking for breakfast at that time in that way, sure. It's fair. Uh, all right, we'll do some quick lightning round. Oh, sorry, uh, some bits from other blogs. That the we'll lightning call. round. I was like, oh no, I'm not ready. Um, I hate lightning round. Fast all right, so this is one. Go. This is one from a food blog. So uh, it's about food. Uh, I hate wasting food, and I'm trying to cut down on it. When I go to restaurants, I'm always thinking about whether a ton of food is going straight from the kitchen into the trash. I yes, almost, it is. It is. yes, it is. I can almost never finish a whole entree, so I know I'm not helping. Is food Take it wa- home? Yeah. This is person. Where do you find these people? I didn't come up. Where did with you? Thing. Where do you find this person? Uh, yes. You can't save a lot of this food, first off. There's, a, there's like a reasons why you can't keep it. Like, one, if it's off somebody's plate, you kind of have to. Yeah, what are you going to do with it? You can't do anything with they it. They should take it home. They should take it home. The take person it home and eat the, it tomorrow or for breakfast. Like I do. They should, when they were making up that question to pretend that they got asked that, uh, they should have thought about the fact that anybody would just bring it home. I can't believe it. Don't ever ask that question again. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's funny, though. I remember working in the restaurant in New York, and it's Times Square. And a lot of these hotel rooms don't have refrigerators. Mm-hmm. So people would mm-hmm. like ask us. They'd be like, can uh, I take this with we me? We did that when we were down there. Yeah. Remember, we had a bunch of leftovers. And we were like, fuck, we're not doing any of these. We just gave them to, you know. Homeless guy, yeah. Somebody who had a sign who was begging for some food. 
Yeah, and that's really all you can do because you can't take the unfinished item. There is a fair amount of stuff. To be fair, somebody's working on restaurants a lot, so there's a good amount of stuff you can't just like take home with you. It doesn't really work like that. Yeah, so that's fair. Yeah, it's true. And I and again, the easy thing that people think is just donate it to like food kitchens. But that's you, not really. That's not really that. You, it's like a health violation. Hey, you want this half-eaten sandwich? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. This no, old. No, throw it away. No, this, sir. We're homeless, not uh, animals. Thank you. Uh. <laughs> Okay, that's fair. I mean, I would eat like I I would eat anything because I'm a, yeah. a savage. But like, you can't you can't eat like five hour old calamari at a homeless shelter. You would you would not eat a no five hour calamari. No. No. You know, a savage. You think something's got germs after an hour and a half? I'm the same way, Sam. Yeah, we talk I about all the time. Throwing out everything. Yeah, I get yelled at. Uh, what Some is next week? It's I know. Go. I do. I'm like, oh. What is the best milkshake flavor? Best flavor of milkshake if you are getting a milkshake. Mm, I'm boring. Of, of like just the basic? I would imagine just the basic. Just your I mean, chocolate, oh, vanilla, you, strawberry. You can flavor it with anything. Right? They start getting like a McFlurry situation. No, 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 no. You could just, I mean, straight up. Like if you made a milkshake out of some uh, specific like flavor of ice cream, milkshake. it's not a McFlurry. No, that's true. I'm not talking about adding debris. Well, yeah, I guess you're right. I never get a strawberry milkshake. I love strawberries. I never get a milkshake. Um, never get a milkshake? Not really. I had like to a milkshake. Strawberry. An orange cream. Oh. Orange cream. If you give me, uh, hit me with like an orange cream. Mm. No? No. Oh. I know. You don't like orange? No. Do you, you don't like orange sherbet? Mm-hmm. And it's one of my favorite combos. A little dreamsicle style. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. It's okay. It's okay. There's no comment for taste. I can't believe chocolate oh. wasn't the I feel like chocolate's what everyone says with a milkshake. No, strawberry. No. Chocolate. Absolute bottom of the barrel. Really? Bottom of the barrel. I don't even want the milkshake if it's chocolate. I'll vanilla over that. Yeah, I actually. I would I love, definitely take vanilla. I love a vanilla yeah. milkshake. No, I'm a I'm a sucker mm-hmm. for. I'm boring when that comes. I I like vanilla ice cream and I vanilla remember, milkshake and like. I don't know if they still do, but I remember like way back in the day, like you know, uh, that place Arby's used to have yeah. a shake called the Jamocha shake. Yep. That was like coffee oh, flavor. Nice. That was really good. That would be yeah. good. I'd like a that coffee now. flavor. I'm into a coffee. Give me that over like just chocolate. But like I don't think chocolate ice cream is very good either. So I'm. I went. I'm out on a lot of like basic chocolates. Mm-hmm. A lot of people get lazy with chocolates, so it just doesn't taste like nothing. Yeah. When I was a kid, I used to go to the Friendlies on Genesee Street with my sisters, mm. um, and I would get a big vanilla fribble every single time. It was my favorite thing in the world. To this day, I'm still very much mm. like invested in going to Friendlies and getting a vanilla milkshake mm-hmm. if possible. Even though I don't really care for Friendlies more or the other, like, I'm not. I'm, I'm. I don't find their food to be all that good. No. Because they're conehead Sundays. This time you ate at a Friendlies. It's been a while. It's oh, been a while. Uh, but Why? You, you, have you been just, there recently? Just curious. I'm curious. No, uh, last, I was probably there five years ago um, on a whim of just, we were spending a lot of time at St. Luke's for like a week and a half, yeah. and it was just very close, and I yeah. just went over with an aunt of mine one day, because we were like, oh, Jesus, we haven't eaten, you know, forever. And, I mean, yeah, it was, it was garbage, for sure. Like, it wasn't, <laughs> it was fine, and it was serviceable, and it was editable, but it was on par with like a... Denny's. Yeah, it was like it was like a lower rent version of Applebee's, but like also better because it wasn't trying to be what it wasn't. You know what I mean? Like I got yeah, like a, like, honey, barbecue a, a chicken honey barbecue chicken sandwich, and it was straight. They weren't trying to be like, "Oh, are your artisan neighborhood wood fire grilled chicken?" <laughs> They're just like, "Yeah, here's some fried chicken." Um, this bun it's all. What's well, all? It was all right, and it was cheap too. It's all teas for the ice cream. Really, there for the ice cream. You know what Friendlies does have? Waffle fries. Yes, they do. That was something I do remember. They did have the waffle fry, which you like to see. Uh, all right. Uh, Friday the 13th coming up this week. Uh, Kevin Again? Ford. Yeah, it's coming up oh, twice geez, this geez, year. Any uh, horror recommendations from our resident horror film? Connoisseur um, for 4th of July. 4th, 4th of July. Washington Post, New York Times, uh, pretty much most anything you read on Twitter. Yeah, it's uh, Anything like that will be fine. 
Go watch Contagion or some sort of like. Yeah, go watch Contagion. Everyone should go watch Contagion. If you like to feel scared, go watch Contagion (laughs) and read like the first hundred pages of The Stand. Follow follow Heather on Twitter. She'll be just like mainlining Purell for the next three weeks. Forever. Uh, Follow Kevin at underscore Kevin Sullivan. Uh, Follow me at SFD. Or just follow the show at Uticast. We are at Uticast.com. All current and back episodes. uh, MadeinUtica.com. Handshake.city. Uh, we are on Facebook, Instagram, SoundCloud, Stitcher Podcast, Apple Podcast. Take it over the web. Sign our humanoids. Keep it tight. Woodstock lives. The tape machines are rolling. We are desperately out of time before the coronavirus blasts through our systems and we're kicked into the stand-like dystopian future. Sayonara, everybody. Oh, yeah, but they're not fear-mongering, though. They just want you to be prepared. They do want you to be prepared. No fear-mongering here. (laughs) 